Greetings, everyone. The name of this audio recording is True or False, Any Bible Will Do, Part 1. This is actually the narrated version of a class called the King James Bible, written by Evelyn Pointer. Now, our church is founded on the principles and beliefs found in the Bible. Though there are many translations and versions of the Bible, we believe in the King James Version of the Bible including the Apocrypha. We use the King James Bible in all of our services, in our private use as well. We believe that God has the power to preserve his word for us and that he used King James as an instrument to ensure that his word was available for all of his children. Now the Bible is God's word. Without his word, we have no truth. It is from his word that we come to know him who God is, and how to obey him. For he said, Then said I, lo, I come in the volume of a book, it is written of me. This is in Psalms 40, verse 7. In Isaiah 34, 16, it states, Seek ye out of the book of the Lord and read. Now the Bible is the book of the Lord. The Bible was written by holy men, inspired by the Holy Spirit. It is sacred, holy, and pure. The men who wrote the Bible died, but God's word did not pass away. In Matthew 24, 35, it states, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. In fact, the Bible has been translated and read throughout history to all people in every language. Jesus told his apostles they would be a witness to him to the uttermost part of the earth, Yet they died many years before this continent was ever discovered. God's word remained true. It was their testimony that even today bears witness to the wonderful works of Jesus and the promise of his salvation. The Bible is our guidebook. It teaches us the way to salvation. We are required to read and study it in order to understand the truth. The children of Israel were instructed to write out the law, to keep it close to them, to study it daily, and to teach it to their children. Not only did the children of Israel teach the law, but Jesus himself, who is our greatest example, though he knew all of the words, picked up the Bible and read from it, teaching the people in the synagogue. Now, since the Bible is God's word, which is compared to light, and it is from his law we are judged and saved, it was necessary that God's word be preserved for his children. Whenever an invading army came into Israel, they would burn the books of the law in order to establish their own government and their own religion. Many of the prophets would take the holy books and hide them in caves in order to preserve the word. But often these prophets themselves were martyred. Moses wrote the first five books in the Bible, which is called the law. During the time of Estrus, these books had been burnt, and God filled Estrus with the Holy Spirit, and he wrote again these books because it was vital that they be preserved. This did not end the Bible's rocky history. Throughout the ages, it has been debated, doubted, disbelieved, cast aside, and even burnt. Yet, it remains today the most published book of all time. But many people do not believe the truth could be preserved. They say that man wrote the Bible 
and make themselves wise in their own eyes by proving that it is not true. But God is all-powerful, for he created us in all of our distinctiveness and the wonders of our minds and bodies that the wisest man cannot fully understand. He is a mighty God that created this great earth full of so many secrets that it cannot be found out. He created the sun, the moon, and stars. A God that can do all this certainly has the power to influence men, nations in fact, all for the good of his children. Even Nebuchadnezzar came to learn that it was God who ruled among men and did as he willed, and that the inhabitants of the earth are nothing compared to him. It is God that lifts men up, and God also who takes them down. Did he not say of King Cyrus, he is my shepherd and shall perform my pleasure? So God is powerful enough to preserve his word. So what is the history of the Bible? Why do we maintain that the King James Version is the word of truth when there are many other more modern versions of the Bible today? To understand this, we must look at the history of the translation of the Bible to the English language. The part of the Bible that we call the Old Testament was originally written in Hebrew, with some small parts found in Aramaic. These were Jews who lived in Egypt, in Alexandria during the reign of Ptolemy II. Ptolemy II was Greek, not Egyptians, and Greeks loved all knowledge. Ptolemy owned a large, fine library, and he wanted the best of all books. He wanted the Bible to be translated to Greek so he could have a copy in his library. In 250 BC, Ptolemy appointed 72 elders of Israel who were brought to Alexandria to translate the Book of the Law, which were the five books of Moses. This Bible is called the Septuagint, for 70, because of the 72 translators. By 132 BC, the rest of the books of the Old Testament, including the Apocrypha, had been translated to Greek. There is evidence that the books of the law had also been translated into Syriac and Aramaic because the Jews who had been brought to other nations during their captivity were no longer able to speak or read Hebrew. Now, during the time of Christ, Greek was the official language, and the New Testament was therefore written in Greek. As mentioned before, the Bible as a book was written and read from in the synagogue. Christ also and his apostles quoted from the law and the prophets. These quotations came from the Septuagint that included the books of the Apocrypha. The books of the gospel were written down as a true witness and testimony to Christ's birth, teachings, death, and resurrection. Now we must remember there were different religious sects in Israel during that time, like the Pharisees. These were people who doubted and denied what had actually happened. Also, the apostles knew that wolves would come into the church to preach another gospel and to deceive the people. So after Rome destroyed Jerusalem, slaughtering countless Jews and selling others as slaves, and after the apostles and all of the true leaders of the church had died, Wolves did indeed come in and take over the church. The Gentiles did not want to be associated with the hated Jews, neither did they want to continue to be persecuted by the Romans. The church leaders changed the doctrine, a little here and a little there. 
to make it more palatable to the pagan people. They got rid of the Jewish Sabbath and the Jewish Holy Days and set about to establish their own doctrine. By 404 AD, a Latin translation of the entire Bible, including the Apocrypha, was made. The Latin translation, called the Vulgate, remained the official translation of the Bible until the Reformation. Now, the Roman Catholic Church became the Holy Roman Empire. Many bloody wars and crusades were fought in the name of the Church. It wielded great power and controlled the nations with an iron fist. Though it did spread forth the name of Christ, it kept the world at the same time in absolute darkness. It was actually against the law for anyone to own a Bible. If you broke this law, you could be imprisoned, your property seized, and given to the church. You could be questioned or even tortured by the inquisitions and maybe even put to death. So, of course, the common people couldn't own a Bible. First of all, there was no printing press yet. So each Bible had to be handwritten like it was in biblical times, which made it very, very valuable and rare. The common people were too poor to own such a rare and valuable book. Also, the people could not read or write, and even if they could read or write in their native language, they certainly could not read in Latin. It was illegal for the Bible to be read in any of the churches in any other language except Latin. So the common people did not know what the Catholic priests were saying when reading the Bible. In fact, many of the Catholic priests themselves could not read or translate Latin very well. They had to believe what others told them the scriptures meant. The Catholic Church felt it was more important for the people to listen to the priests and to obey the church than to understand the Bible and to obey God. The Catholic Church was rich, extremely powerful, cruel, and utterly corrupt. This is what led to the Reformation. And I invite you to listen to the second part of this presentation to find out exactly what happened during the Reformation, as well as why we deem the King James Version Bible the word of truth. May God be with you all. Amen.